0: Welcome to All Around Oklahoma Agriculture. I'm Sam Knipp. And today we talk with Jim Carlton, staff reporter for the Wall Street Journal. He works out of the San Francisco Bureau office and recently wrote about the cities of Phoenix and Tucson sharing underground water storage.
1: Basically, I cover a lot of uh, you know, drought issues in the West. As you might imagine, that's a pretty big story out here. <laughs> and I know in your neck of the woods, too. But I'm in California, and we're having the wor- one of the worst droughts ever on record. I mean, this, is like, this goes back to the, you know, as bad as the Dust Bowl almost. And so everybody's always looking for ways to, you know, I, mean, I guess right now, I mean, the supply of water is very limited, um, yet the population of the West keeps going up. And so, you know, I guess uh, people are trying to get creative. Uh, they're trying to figure out how to, you know, make, you know, supplies last. And one of the most innovative I've heard of really is Arizona. They, they've they got something called the Central Arizona Project, and they've got uh, three or four years of water supply just kind of banked underground. Uh, they have large caverns underground where they, they keep their, their, their groundwater. This is water from the Colorado River that they just stock up. And uh, I heard, I just got a press release, that the city of Phoenix had agreed to Basically, um, share its water with Tucson down the road, uh, and it's going to be kind of a water transfer agreement. And I just thought it was a really interesting thing because this is a two dry southwestern cities, uh, uh, you know, teaming up uh, to uh, fight a common problem.
0: From what you can tell with your research, do you think that kind of storage and sharing of water can work anywhere?
1: I think actually, I think there's, you know, I mean, back to California. So I know in Southern California, one of the big agencies, is the Metropolitan Water District of Southern California, um, they're the big water supp- supplier for L.A., uh, Orange County, is, uh, you know, San Diego. They uh, have done a few deals where, you know, for example um, – there's a problem right now. The, the, the city of Sierra Madre, uh, which is a suburb in L.A. County, they're running so low on water that the residents have been kind of almost put on rationing. You know, they have to cut their use by 20%. The Metropolitan Water District has agreed to do a kind of a um, transfer of their water to the district that serves Sierra Madre, so they can, you know, to, to kind of get them out of a jam. And in return, uh, that that little that smaller district will have to uh, send water back to Metropolitan, you know, twice as much water, actually, and then also offer to, you know, sell water to Metropolitan when it needs it. So that's an example of the kind of thing that's happening more and more around the West. Uh, You see these um, ag agencies, you know, uh, um, I'm sure this is the same in Oklahoma, but in California, you know, 80% of the water is used by agriculture. Really, a lot of these transfers involve, uh, you know, ag agencies as well.
0: So do you think that in California, something like this will start happening
1: I hope so. <laughs> uh, as a Californian, I'm in the Bay Area, uh, San Francisco Bay Area, and you know we're on year three, going on year four of uh, this drought, and you know it's frightening to see how low our reservoirs are. You know, Shasta Lake is down to maybe a third of what it normally is. You know, Lake Mead, which serves the Southwest, you know, the Colorado River, uh, that's down to like. Thirty percent of its capacity. California, um, we just uh, passed groundwater regulations that for the first time. Are going to make agencies document how much water they take out of the ground, uh, how much is put back in the ground. You know, kind of do a whole inventory of what the heck do we have in there. Now, other states, you know, Arizona again. I mean, Arizona is a leader in this. They, Arizona passed groundwater regulations in 1980. And so they're they're way ahead of the pack. And so they, ever since then, you know, they've kind of uh, forced cities and ag districts to not take as much water out of the, out of the ground, uh, say, in wet years uh, as they do in dry years, just so it, it doesn't draw it down as much. In Oklahoma, as I understand with your, with your with the Ogallala, and uh, I'm sure that there's a way to do transfers in your neck of the woods as well as out here, too.
0: So what's the feeling on the street in California? Do the average... John Q. Citizen out there, do they really think something needs to be done? They're willing to, to tighten their belt and, and, and put up with water restrictions like this?
1: It's interesting you ask that question because, you know, this is kind of a conflict that's playing out in my own home in San Francisco. Uh, everybody in California gets from different sources. We get our water straight from um, the Sierra Nevada, um, you know, place called the Reservoir. So we're kind of in better shape than most places around California. Even so, though, uh, we're under restrictions, and the way they do it here is they charge you an arm and a leg. There's a higher rate, and um, I, my home actually happens to be on that highest rate because, um, you know, my wife is an avid gardener, um, and we just haven't really, you know, done the restrictions we should have. Uh, so I've been going around trying to figure out, so I just put bricks in the toilets. You know, you put a brick in the toilet, and that's going to help you on your conservation. You know, this is a and this is a, this is a debate that's playing out in households all around California. Long answer to your question, no, I don't think it ha- I think that people are... They'll, they'll say that, well, you know, ag, you know, they, why are they growing cotton out there? Why are they they you know, – we grow rice. I mean, uh, you know, um, California, Calusa County, California is the nation's biggest grower of rice. I mean, that's a pretty water-intensive crop. You know, pecans, almonds, pistachios, that all takes water. So I think a lot of people in the cities think, um, well, what is, wait a second, why is so much water being used out there? But, you know, you talk to the ag people, they say, yeah, but we're feeding the world. Um, do you really want to cut out – it's about a, you know, $40 billion industry – and uh, and an important source of food. Um, It's the nation's largest agricultural state. There is a debate, and I I I think in the cities, though, there is definitely kind of uh, people trying to get their minds wrapped around this. And, uh, you know, we need water. This is a, you know, a lot of California is a natural desert, and, and, you know, the way we grew was um, we were able to kind of... um, tame the rivers, build conveyance systems to take the water from the uh, mountains in the northern California to the south.
0: That's Jim Carlton, staff reporter for The Wall Street Journal. He covers environmental issues in the western U.S. and lives in San Francisco. However, he is no stranger to the high plains. Born in Texas, grew up in Kansas City, received his journalism degree from Kansas State University. Now, the elections this week make this an extremely timely topic. In California, passage of the water bond, that would be Proposition 1, confirms that Californians are ready and willing to invest in water projects for their future needs. California Farm Bureau supported the bond, which will invest $7.5 billion in storage and other projects to enhance and protect the state's water supply for people, food production, and the environment. We're out of time for this edition of All Around Oklahoma Agriculture. I'm Sam Knip. Make it a great day.